It's time for Speaking of Speaking, quick tips and tools to take you from stage fright to spotlight. This podcast gives you an inside look from the world of public speaking and speaking secrets you need to be bold from the stage, no matter what business you're in. The host of Speaking of Speaking, Carl Richards. Thank you, Matt. Yes, and welcome to another edition of Speaking of Speaking. My guest today is Sherry Godfrey. She is the founder of Respire and Evolve. We'll find out more about what she does. Welcome, Sherry. Thank you, Carl. Before we get to more about you and exactly what you do and how you help people in your daily life and their daily lives too, I want to go to a feature we do every week. It's called, I can't believe I saw this on social media. Sherry, I know you can attest to, there is a lot of garbage (laughs) on social media that gets tossed around. It's funny, you know, because we almost hide behind social media. Things that we say in our Facebook or Instagram posts, we would never think to say to anyone in public, or we would hope. I was reading a political thread on Facebook. There's been a lot of upheaval, no surprise, in the political world. doesn't matter where in the world you live. Pretty much every day there's something ridiculous happening. And in this thread was one of the people who was posting and really getting into it with some of the other people who were who were also sharing their thoughts and opinions. And all of a sudden, this individual types, and I'm reminded of this because this is a very old saying, but still comes to, to light too. The person who was posting said, and I quote, if I want your opinion, I'll give it to you. Ouch. That was my reaction. It's like, I think I've used that a couple of times with my spouse. It never goes over well. <laughs> And certainly is not open communication, which which is what we want to talk about today, healing through open communication, because at Respire and Evolve, that's a lot of what you do. Explain what you do, Sherry. And explain a little bit about the, the name first. So Respire is a term or a word that most people don't hear of a lot. And Respire is to recover hope, courage, or strength after a time of difficulty. What I do in my day-to-day is I help dissolving families, otherwise known as divorcing families, mitigate the muddy waters and come to open communication for the benefit of their children. That's fantastic what you do. And I mean, I think we live in a, a society where we either have been through it or we know someone that has been through divorce and and have seen families ripped apart because of that. So let's talk about the openness of communication. Let me ask you the question, how important is open communication in this in this process that you set up for people? Open communication really is the foundation of going through the process and it's a really hard place to get to. So I come to my clients with experience. I'm 19 years into my divorce. And the past three of those have had open communication. So I know what it's like to have a really rocky foundation and what that resembles for us as people, uh, for partners that we've brought into a subsequent marriage, and most importantly, what that did to our children. So open communication really is the foundation. What are some of the challenges that come up in the communication process? You know, we've said it's important to, to have that open communication. You bring experience, which also 
adds to a little bit of empathy and, and sympathy and, and helping families through this process. But what are some of those challenges that seem to come up regularly or that slow the process down or, or make it that much more challenging? I think the biggest roadblock that we face is that whoever has left the marriage, so typically divorce is initiated by one party. And typically the other party didn't see it coming, no matter how many times it's been threatened in the past. So I know I left my marriage and I had threatened that I was leaving on umpteen million occasions. And all of a sudden, one day, it just held true. And what had happened at that point is my husband came to me and was, but why now? Why today? So he truly didn't see it coming where I had already been through a grieving process. I had grieved the end of my marriage. I had grieved the loss of the family that I envisioned that I would have. And in my mind, I had moved on. And what I did not realize is I was at a different place and a different point than what my husband was at. I hadn't given him the same respect of grieving what he was now losing and coming to terms with the dissolving of our family. So there was no way that we could have had open communication Because we weren't even in, I would say, we weren't on the same page. We weren't even in the same book at that point. So it's really important to allow each other the the grieving process first to come to terms so that you can come together and communicate more openly. You had mentioned that you'd already been through that grieving process before you went to your husband and said, okay, today's the day. How important is it to not only have the open communication, but also have a a vision or share a vision openly about where you see this five years, 10 years, however far down the line? I think it's critical. Had I shared my vision with my husband at that time, things may have turned out a whole lot differently. So all he heard was divorce and all he saw was everything crumbling to his feet. Whereas in my mind, what I saw was that I would live in one home and I actually saw him living across the street. I could envision him out in the yard or out on the road playing street hockey with our son. Just because we weren't compatible as husband and wife, in my mind, it didn't make us a bad mom or dad, that we were still really good at those roles, our kids deserved to have them, and that they would have a free flow back and forth. I failed to communicate that to him. So he reacted in not a pleasant way. And I will say the war of the world ensued from that point. So the vision and the communication, it's, it's important to blend them together for the entire process to work properly, correct? Correct. I agree with that. I think if that's not conveyed from the outcome, one party then gets into a fight or flight mode. And his reaction was that my goal was just to take his children from him. So he came at me with that perspective, whereas I had the, you know, butterflies in the sky, the the clouds were above us, and everyone was playing so nicely together in the sandbox. And he just saw that he had built the castle, I destroyed it, and I was the devil incarnate here to rip his world apart. So two completely different visions... And obviously, at this point, the process has gone well for you. But in those early stages, without the support that the, or the kind of support that you provide for families, it, it was rocky. It was not, not a good place to be. 
not even remotely close to a good place. I've come across a quote by Patrick Conroy, and he sums it up beautifully. Uh, the quote is, when a mom and a dad go to war, the only prisoners we take are our children. And we took the children hostage at all costs, and the goal was to make sure that they had no contact really with either parent, which is not conducive for an open communication and not conducive for our children at all. So in the work that you do, Sherry, through helping people get to that vision through open communication and heal through this process as well, what are the benefits to the children? The benefits of the children are huge. So the biggest one is less stress. So the goal is to remove the conflict between mom and dad. It eases the day-to-day living of the children so that they're not living in that stressful environment. If you can get mom and dad on the same page, again, healing through that open communication, what the kids get is security and consistency with their day-to-day routine. So there's no uncertainty with them. They do build stronger relationships. That is a proven fact. And most importantly, they come away with a better mental health and a better well-being. They just feel good and confident uh, within themselves so that their outward relationships also benefit. It's never an easy discussion to have with kids, let alone, you know, parents trying to work through it for themselves. But it certainly sounds like uh, if you take that open communication route and share the vision and look at the benefits that your children will be able to have, then it's going to be a happier place for everyone in the end. Much happier all the way around. And if you stop and you look at it, so what I sometimes will have parents do is sit and think about the time that your child was born. Imagine what it was like to hold them for the first time. They were created and brought into the world out of a place of love. And that love still exists. Mom and dad still have that. They may not have it jointly together, but the children deserve to still uh, feel that from both mom and dad. And then it's to further that thought through, like what does a birthday party look like? There's high school graduation. There's baby showers. There's weddings. Your family is always still a family. It just looks differently. The dynamic is transitioning, but you still are a family unit. And it's okay to remain as a family unit in two different homes. Sherry, you have extensive experience in communication through Toastmasters and other speaking engagements that you've been in. Sometimes we don't stop and think about how important your everyday communication in families how it affects how it affects everything, including your health. So I'm I'm so glad you shared this information with us today. Sherry Godfrey has been my guest, Healing Through Communication. If you've heard something today and you'd like to follow up with Sherry or if people want to connect with you, Sherry, what's the best way for people to do that? I offer a 30-minute complimentary consultation. If anyone has any questions or they want to investigate this journey a little bit further for them, respireandevolve.com or online. And we have an online booking system. So you don't have to hesitate to pick up the phone. You don't have to hear a voice in the beginning because I know that's really hard. Just click a button uh, and book your way in. All right. Thank you, Sherry. I should also mention that Sherry is a panelist and gold sponsor at my event, Be Bold from the Stage, which is, gosh, it's coming up quickly. It's March the 8th in Kingston, Ontario from 1 till 8 p.m. You'll have a chance to meet Sherry. It's a full day of not only seeing some fantastic speakers, but the overlying theme for the day seems to be authenticity and the human connection. So if you haven't got your ticket yet, there's still some available. 
carlspeaks.ca. That's my website. You can pick your ticket up there. They're $60, but when you enter the promo code STAGE, you get your ticket at half price. All right. So again, don't wait because the event is just a few days away and we want to make sure you are there not only to chat with and meet Sherry, but also to have a fantastic day of that human connection through authenticity. Again, my guest has been Sherry Godfrey. Sherry, thanks for joining me today. Thank you so much, Carl. I appreciate it. And I so look forward to your event. It's going to be stellar. Thanks for listening to the Speaking of Speaking podcast. Fired up about something you heard today? Want to learn more? Be sure to visit carlspeaks.ca. And don't forget to follow Carl on Twitter at carlrichard72 or join the Facebook group Speaking of Speaking 